Welcome to the Excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how you doing? I'm good, Bill. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I have something interesting to talk about today, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So I just had a, a wonderful weekend, believe it or not, doing yard work. <laughs> and I know I yard work does not sound wonderful, right? Yeah, no. no. I mean, not for me. I, I know there are people that thoroughly enjoy doing yard work, but that would not be on my top list of things that I would call fun. No, normally not me either, uh, but I rented this amazing piece of equipment. It was... Oh, God. It's called a skid steer. Have you ever heard of a skid steer? Yes. Yes, I have. We used to use them in the environmental field when we would go out to a site. We'd need the area cleared. Right. We would use a, a skid steer to put in wells and borings and things like that. But I have not actually ever had the opportunity to operate one. So are we saying, Bill, that you actually oh, not only yes. rented, but you operated? I operated. And so, and I'm not <laughs> talking, amazing. I know everybody's thinking like one of the, the ones people think about is the Bobcat skid steer that you sit in and then everything. Yeah. No, no, that's way too big. Okay. So the, okay. this is called, uh, it, what a lot of people in, in the field, anyway, I, I heard about this. They call them like dingoes. They're like super tiny. Oh. And a okay. bunch of bunch of brands, Bobcat, Toro, yeah. and all of them have different ones. But they are walk behind, so you don't actually ride on. You actually walk behind it and control it. Okay. And it's got a it's got a big uh, front end loader on it. And it and the reason that you want it really small like this, and it's got tracks and all that, and you want it really small is mm -hmm. if you're doing yard work and you want to have the least amount of damage to your grass, which that was yeah. kind of important for my wife. <laughs> uh, this is what you get. And plus, it's like, you know, even though it's powerful, it's much safer if you've never operated these things than anything that else. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is going to be scary and fun. And it totally was. I was like, okay, right. guy literally drops the thing off. Like, you know, I was expecting him to drop the thing off. Like in the middle of the morning, I'd go out there and talk to him and he'd tell me how to operate it. Nope. Drops that sucker off like 6 a.m. <laughs> I wake up, look out, say, hey, Mr. Skid's here is here. It's sitting oh in the driveway. It's literally sitting in the driveway. I'm like, whoa. Oh, my gosh. And then I'm, then I'm panicking because, you know, in order to keep the skid steer safe, the driver had dropped it off and parked it right in between both of our cars. And I'm like, okay, I know what exactly what's going to happen. Bill's going to turn this thing on and hit both the cars, and then I'm going to be a dead man, right? Yeah, did you get insurance with the skid steer? I don't know. I'm hoping my homeowner's insurance covered it, but I don't know. But anyway, so so I'm okay. scared. So what what do you do when you're scared? Of course, I, I watch a YouTube video because, you know, that's oh, how yeah. you learn how to do First anything, thing, right? YouTube. Yeah, 100%. And so I'm like, so I watch YouTube video because I need to figure out how to even start the thing up. I'm like, what do you do? What do you, you know, right. how, how does, right. you know. And so. How does this I, thing work? Yeah, how does this <laughs> thing work? 
And is so, it a clap on? Yeah, yeah, no, not quite. <laughs> really, it just turn it. It starts right up. It's really neat. And uh, so, and then how the controls work because you know it's like it's not. This is a skid steer that's been rented by many people, so it's beat up to hell. The yeah. the, the labels that sure show you what the controls to aren't as clear as perhaps a brand new one. So. Yeah. And so luckily I watched the video. I'm like, okay, here's how this thing works. Okay, good. And, uh, you know, so I, so I start going, I'm like, okay, I, this is going to be a learning process. Just take it really slow and, you know, turn the power down on because it's got a, a throttle on it. And if you keep the throttle lower, it moves slower. You know, okay. obviously vice versa. Yeah. If you increase the throttle, it goes faster, right? And so I keep it really slow and try to learn it and everything goes fine. And then, then I realize, you know, this is, this is kind of awesome. This is kind of like what people think uh, an a powered exoskeleton really is. It's like because okay. I have superpowers now to lift right. amazing amounts oh, yeah. of weight. You've I, augmented what you can. I have augmented. I am moving the, this amazing. I am tearing the heck out of my mulch mounds and and yard yeah. with this thing. I am just like, oh, this is amazing. I can move all this stuff because before. It's truly like backbreaking work. If you're trying to do this with a shovel, it is like it, my my uh, things I was working on mulch mounts. I was working on the mulch was really old. It was rooted and everything, so there's roots throughout oh. this mulch. So it's not just lifting up dirt. It's you yeah. have to break through the roots, and yes. it was killing me to do this before. And so I get this thing out here, and it's just mowing through this like this is. Butter. I'm like, like nothing, <gasps> like yeah. nothing. I'm like this. Yep. This is the feeling I want with like a super powered exoskeleton. Wouldn't that be amazing? And then I'm like, that hmm. really would, yeah. And then we watched like, uh, you know, it was it was sort of a play on uh, an old uh, James Bond movie. Uh, it was uh, it was came out years ago. It was with Vin Diesel. It was uh, the Triple yeah. X, and. Okay. And one of the scenes in there, and it's it's basically a, a a copy of a James Bond movie, is when James Bond's talking to to Q, and he's telling Q, "It's like I want all that stuff in that car," and that's what Vin Diesel <laughs> yeah. does in Triple X. And I'm thinking, that's exactly what I want. I want all that skid steer right here in an exoskeleton. Oh, yeah. That'd be amazing, right? It would be. Yeah, really, really would be. I think that's, oh my gosh, that brings back so many memories when I was younger doing mulch, mulching. That was all we did. My brother and I used to say to my father, why do you keep adding all these flower beds and our neighbors are putting in pools? <laughs> yeah, but get a shovel, hon, dig. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh. I remember one one summer he got 56 yards of mulch. Oh, that that's a huge amount of mulch. I mean, I remember- Oh, so, believe me, it so is. So <laughs> I didn't understand that. You know, a yard, a yard of mulch, a yard of anything, it's basically like, think of like a cube where it's a yard on each side and a yard high. And I got like, mm -hmm. when I was in Virginia, I used to live up there. I got like three yards of mulch. And that was a giant mound in my driveway. And 56 oh, yeah. yards of mulch. That's like, that's like a, a small mountain. I mean, it's that's insane. huge. Yes, yeah, it's insane. It is. It's insane. What it were you guys doing so with insane. that much? I mean, where how was did you have like 10 acres to fill in? What were you doing? No. No. My father happens to be a very avid gardener. Okay. And he just absolutely loves to garden and he has these giant beds of flowers. Right. And plants and right. 
he goes to different garden centers and, you know, Longwood Gardens, which is local to us, and he gets all these ideas, and he's on about an acre and a half. Right. But most of it is flower beds. Oh, wow. And That's a lot. And my, yeah, they, my parents, they mulch every single solitary <sighs> flower bed. Wow. So, uh, you know, we have flower beds that go the entire length of the property. Right. But it's funny that you were talking about the different power and being able to add it to the to the EXO and having all of that in one spot because I'm sure our friend from I Got Legs yep. kind of probably felt that way during his most recent race where right, he right. was trying to beat his record and unfortunately the motors went yep. on his EXO. Yeah. And so I'm sure, I mean, you just saying that reminded me of, you know, this situation where having that kind of power not only makes a huge difference for you and I to do different types of of things in the yard, but individuals who utilize technologies like these for for recreational sports right. or something that they love to do and they can't do it without being assisted yeah yeah and it makes perfect sense because you know the, the motors i i imagine most of the motors uh for the things that adam uh uses uh were designed more for a rehab type setting and he's yeah. doing he's doing you know basically marathon type distances yeah. with these things and so they're right. probably not set up to handle that and the, and yeah. pr- i suspect you know from an engineering perspective that if you were to put a motor in there that could handle those distances or an I'll say an actuator mm-hmm. in there that can handle those distances, you're you're talking to something that's gonna be one more expensive, but probably also heavier too. And right. so that well, gets and into an issue, you know? Exactly. That was the other thing that I was thinking about because you made it very clear that this is a smaller <laughs> yeah, but it's still it's huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't rip up. I think you said it didn't rip up the grass. Correct. It wasn't supposed to turf the grass as much. And right. it's a very interesting line, right? Because that's very similar with powered exos. Yeah. You need them to be powerful, but if the individual utilizing the True. technology can't move it. Right. <laughs> it's not very helpful. So the motors that Adam was using in this sense, unfortunately, they they um, they burned out. He right. said a lot of the course that he was doing it was uphill and, and yep. you know, he needed stronger motors. I mean, similar situation to the skid steer that you're saying, probably if you had a larger job or a job that required more power, you'd have to have switched to yes. a larger skid steer in that situation. Yep. Yeah, and you know, with the skid steer, you're using hydraulics. That's where you're getting on. Yeah. You obviously have a, you know, they have a diesel engine in it, but it could have been any type of engine. Uh, and you have hydraulics, and the hydraulics are giving the power. Now, this thing is like, you know, it's solid steel too. So, you know, it's probably, right. oh yeah, it's probably, you know, close to thousand to fifteen hundred pounds. I mean, oh it's, my gosh. you know, it's it's heavy, right? And oh yeah, and that's oh, yeah. that's small compared to some other larger skid steers. And oh, yeah. uh, the other thing, it was it was kind of funny, and and this may apply to like Adam's uh, exoskeleton legs. Is that I realized so it's got uh, tracks, sort of like tank tracks in it, yes. right? And yes. 
you know, one of the things that was quite surprising to me, and luckily I didn't get hurt, but, you know, it was surprising, was this thing ain't got shocks. And so when I went down in a little hole and then back up, the whole thing went up, you know, up and down. Whereas, like, if you drive across with a a vehicle that's got tires and shocks, the tire goes down, tire goes up, but the overall vehicle stays level. This thing's like, boom, boom. And I was like, like, oh, okay. (laughs) Luckily, I was going slow. And it caused... Because the danger was, was when it, it went, I was going backwards through the hole, actually. And so when it came backwards through the hole, the back end, which was closest to me, shot way up in there. Luckily, my chin was not in the way, but if it had been, oh, my gosh. <laughs> there We'd might be have been a, a little problem. We'd have a different conversation. <laughs> uh, but But it's like. You know, that was just something that was a learning thing. It's like, oh, my God, that's that yeah. would be an issue. And, you know, same thing with exoskeletons. Adam's doing a marathon. Not, you know, he's not doing right. like a rehab. You know, yes. there, are no, there are no shocks in this thing. You know, the shocks are it's, the bending of his leg, and that's it. Yeah, you know? and that's it. It's really, I mean, it's just really interesting how there's a lot of different things that we utilize on the daily and then things that we, that we utilize frequently in this situation that you can really kind of put it into perspective of to these emerging technologies that are coming out. And it's just funny, the learning experiences, right? Because right? skid steers have been around for what seems like forever. Right. And you would never think that they wouldn't have the shock absorbent. Right. Um, you know, and, and same thing with going into exo technologies and thinking about these different um, these different exos that people are utilizing, like what is what is the shock absorber? What is the right. what is the motor? What is the hydraulics? What is the battery? What is all of that? Um, so it, it's really interesting to see and to have these conversations. Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you another, podcast. you know, another interesting thing that sort of happened. So, uh, you know, we I tore up all these mounds and we got them somewhat back to normal. We had to use like some you know, regular rakes and shovels to kind of finally do the finish, smooth them out. But I wanted to put down a few rocks I had left over from an old project. And these were, you know, big, heavy pieces of slate that's like, you know, uh, two foot by a foot. You know, they're big pieces of rock. And they're about, you know. We call those backbreakers. Yeah, they're, and it was. And so, you know, we got, we you know, we got sort of smart. We loaded the skid steer bucket up with the rocks and moved them from where they were to the front. But I still had That's to do, smart. but I still had to yeah. do the last mile stuff, which is take yeah. them out of the bucket and then place them. And that, you know, <laughs> and, and that is backbreaking work. And I'm like, man, it again, it's like, you know, I need, I need a back XO to do this last bit. Mm-hmm. And then I still think like one of the things that still gets me is like, you have to hold on to stuff. And so at some point, like even the those rocks were okay, but if if those rocks had been just a little bit bigger, I would have needed something to help me hold on to the rock just because my oh. hands wouldn't been able to grip it as well as they should have, you yes. know? Yes, and being torn up. I yeah. mean, I, I've heard that with a lot of people that work, you know, again, in the construction industry with bricklayers. Yeah. And, you know, stone masonries and all those individuals that are utilizing. But, um, you know, that that just technology as it's getting better and better, I think they're going to be able to have that. I mean, how cool would it be to have a almost like a smart glove that sure. depending on what you're holding or what material you're touching, it changes the grip. It changes the 
the um uh the texture almost yeah you know yeah. like if you're holding a rock versus a grip versus glass versus you know a rock right um you know or a tool that well, has rubber right well, think about uh you know like uh, lizards or uh, skinks or chameleons or any of those types of things basically they can walk up the side of a building right. or up glass you know they're the texture of their uh yeah. hands you know feet paws right you know, yeah. changes and morphs to those different textures. And, you know, that is having a good grip really changes your ability to deliver power. And, and I yeah. would argue the other thing besides having good grip is having good balance. And yeah. so, you know, I think those are two areas in the exoskeleton world where, you know, if you can augment those things, it it can go a long way to helping someone be able to move and deliver the natural power they have until we get to maybe someday where we're really augmenting beyond what a person could do, which I, I think we've got a little bit ways to go on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, final question for you with the skid steer. Did you, did you actually give it back or has it become a permanent, permanent uh, fixture in your oh, garage? I, I totally <laughs> wanted to keep the thing, uh, but I, you know, I, I sort of preloaded this situation, which is I went ahead and paid for the delivery and pickup at the beginning. <laughs> so I knew they were going to oh, yeah. come pick it up come Monday morning. I was like, okay, it's got to go away. All or, right, it's you know, going. Because here's the thing. It's like when you see it, you know, it's like a motorcycle. You see it right. sitting outside. It's like, hmm. There's I maybe, so many things you could do. I, you know, maybe I just go out and just do a few minutes. It'll be all right. You know. Right. And then, then, then an hour or so later, you're, you know, you've got stuff torn up and now you got to fix it, you know? So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the key. Tear it up, but you still got to fix it. Right. Well, and that's, you know, uh, you know, the other thing is it, it makes me, so we have uh, friends, uh, Carl and them that work at Laona and they, they train tradespeople all around the U.S. and, yeah. and North America. And, you know, the other thing is these kind of experiences make you really appreciate the, the oh, expertise yes. that trades people have because, you know, yes, it's easy for me to, you know, with some very basic knowledge to tear stuff up with a skid steer, fixing it and making it smooth after I'm done tearing up. I realized oh, yeah. how hard that was. That was really, <laughs> really difficult. And then you see people that use these things every day and it's like they make oh, yeah. it look so easy. I'm art. like, uh, yeah, it's like an art, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it so makes you appreciate that. So what you're saying that. is that uh, lawn doctor is going to be out this week to fix up your grass. <laughs> no, no, it's not too bad. I, I didn't, you know, it, it, it may need some seeds and stuff thrown down here or there. But there may are no, need some TLC. Just a little bit, yeah. There's no gouges, huge gouges or holes in it, thank goodness, you know. But uh, it does need a little bit of help because, you know, here's what gets it. Is, is you know it is like a tank and so it'll turn mm -hmm. like a tank so one track will stay yeah. still and the other one will run that oh, yeah. that digs up the grass believe it or not oh, i didn't yeah. know that <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so just i oh, had to i had to learn to be careful about turning it it wasn't going yeah. forward and backwards so much because it had rubber tracks but the turning yeah. yeah that got a few little places that need some tlc so you know <laughs> Maybe for a future episode, we can talk about how to take care of lawns and stuff. I'll learn how to do that, too. 
Oh boy. Well, I'm glad you still have all your fingers, toes, and chin accounted yeah. for and and that you got your yard work done and, and I had a lot of fun talking to you today, Bill. Thanks so much. All right. You too. Take care. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.